KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is the rundown for the weekend before. <laughs> I'm Brian Seltzer. We are lucky here in the Philadelphia area because when it comes to the holiday season, there is an abundance of stuff to do. So we decided to chat about it the other day on Twitter Spaces. Here's the conversation with me, Holly Stevens, Rachel Curlin, Christina Coppicer, Andre Bennett, and Sabrina Boyd Circa. So here we are. It is almost Christmas week. The holiday season, it's been in swing. This has been a an extended holiday season. We had Hanukkah start at the end of November, beginning of December. Maybe this is a good jumping off point. Anyone can jump in here. How would we define the holiday season? I would like to make a motion for the room to say that the holiday season encompasses Halloween, Thanksgiving, and all of your traditional December-ish holidays. Does anyone have a response, take, thought on that, first of all? Yeah, I'd agree. Um, And even before Halloween, I feel like leading up to the end of the month that Halloween's in, I think that's pretty much the start of this holiday extravaganza. And New Year's. You can't forget New Year's. Of course. That's right. That's right. I always, it's bittersweet. I I don't want the holiday season to end. I started thinking about that last night. I was walking the dog, looking around at all the lights, and I was like, wait a minute. In like a week or two, it's going to be over. It's going to be done. I don't know. I'm kind of, I guess with kids, it makes me feel a little bit sentimental at heart. You know, you try to capture the magic, all that good stuff. Yeah, I mean definitely sentimental at heart too because you can't really watch a christmas movie on december 26th like it's now or never (laughs) you know that is true that is true um well this guys i'm looking forward to this going through some activities events things to do in the philly area this weekend and into next week um why don't we go around the room and for the panelists who drew the short straw to participate uh why don't you introduce yourself what you do for the station um, all that jazz. So why don't we go Andre, Holly, Rachel, Sabrina, if you're not busy cranking away on an edit, feel free to chime in. Anyone can chime in. But why don't we start there and just say uh, who you are and what you do for the station. I'm Andre Bennett. I am a uh, digital editor uh, and writer for uh, KYW News Radio and KYWNewsRadio.com. I also write the What to Watch feature in uh, our Weekend John newsletter. Yes, this will not be a only what to do conversation, but a what to watch over the holiday conversation as well. Hello, I'm Holly. Uh, I do a lot of visual stuff for KYW. I'm the social media and video editor. And yeah, I I help put together uh, the to-do list and curate it and all that. And I'm Rachel. I'm also a digital editor. Um, That kind of means I have, I wear many hats, so anything you kind of see on the website, I probably had a little bit to do with that, as well as my co-workers. Um, I also produce the John newsletter that Andre's amazing story is in, and yeah, a little bit of everything. So guys, uh, oh, here's Sabrina, hold on, I can get it, Uh, requests, check. Hi, Sabrina. Can you hear me now? Yeah. I didn't realize I had to request to be a speaker. So hello. Um, I jumped in a, a tad late to this because I am producing a podcast as we, as we do. But um, that's I'm Brian's tag team partner here. 
uh, podcast producer at KYW News Radio and general lover of holiday type things. So <laughs> always ready to talk about that. I really do love the to-do list from the station because it is something that as a parent of toddlers, like it, it is legit. I'm not just saying this because I work here. My go-to for sure, because I'm always in search, my wife and I, we're always in search, and she's much better at it than I am, but we're always looking for stuff to do with our kids, keep them occupied, activities, events, that sort of thing. Holly and Rachel, where do you guys begin, especially for a hol- the big holiday weekend? Where, where do you even start like in culling this list together? i got to f- imagine there's so many different things out there that people could be doing. How do you guys narrow it down? Yeah, um, I would say I usually honestly start off on Facebook and in my emails. I get like a bunch of stuff just from people all over the city. Um, but Facebook is actually a great, a really great tool. Uh, Facebook events um, and then using just like neighborhood groups for like more local stuff. Also, uh, Eventbrite is great. And yeah, just kind of go from there. Yeah, Holly really, um, she carries a team on this one. She does most of it. Um Every now and then, if I'm walking around town, I see a sign for an event or something. I'll take a picture like, ooh, that sounds fun. I'll send it to her. But, you know, Holly takes the lead on this one. We're really fortunate, right? We live in a city where there's typically so much going on in terms of arts, culture, food, music. Um, And it's really awesome to see this year that some of these events are coming back to what we knew of them and how they were before the pandemic. Obviously, we hope everyone's being safe out there right now. But I'm heartened in the general sense that some of these events are taking place and being done so safely because the nostalgia person in me loves them. Like, I grew up in this area. I've lived here my whole life. And there's some really great tradition things that are still going on. Um, Of course, when you're talking about the week going into Christmas, Tracking down Santa Claus, always a vital, pivotal task. Holly, Rachel, where can the people try and find Santa this weekend? Yeah, Santa's going to be all over. Um, One of my favorites, actually, and they do this every year, is uh, the Adventure Aquarium in Camden. Yes, yes. The underwater scuba Santa. So (laughs) if you ever wanted to see Santa just, you know, in his scuba scuba gear, doing his thing, saying hello, definitely head to the aquarium. Um, That's honestly one of my favorites. But Rachel sent me a great one that I'll let her talk about, about dogs, because we share that common Uh, love. We love dogs. Everyone knows that. I mean, okay, so pretty much a lot of places are doing these. But there's one place, I think it's Heart and Paw in Callow Hill, their Callow Hill location. Um, They're doing pictures with Santa, but for your pets, your furry friends. So that is adorable um you can go there get a picture with him and all the proceeds i think they ask for a donation and all the proceeds go to the fishtails animal rescue so that is adorable and that's just one of many you know going on around the city um i would love to see all the pictures (laughs) i am a huge sucker for a dog in a santa hat so feel free to to tweet at me yeah drop them in the spaces chat if you've got any um and for some people who are just Joining into the chat right now, welcome. Thanks for hanging out with us. Happy holidays. we got a big weekend ahead. Uh, I'm Brian Seltzer from the podcasting crew here at KYW News Radio. We've got some people from the Digital Squad who help curate our weekly to-do list, stuff going on in and around the city. We're talking about where you can track down Santa. Um, the scuba Santa thing is really something that seems like they're, they're two like disparate ideas, Santa in a shark tank, but yet the children really seem to love it. <laughs> can reindeer 
swim? Do they have scuba equipment? <laughs> Maybe they put little reindeer ears on the sharks or something. I don't know. <laughs> Just saying. That'd be kind of cool. Well, and for you guys on the digital team, you literally have your fingerprints on just about every single story that is funneled through KYW, whether it's on radio, as a podcast, on the website, which is constantly being updated. Um, did you guys see that story a few, it might have been last week or two weeks ago, about there being a shortage in Santas? Did anyone see that? Yeah, shortage in Santas, shortage in cheesecake. Yeah, I remember the supply demand everywhere. Wait, cheesecake? The cheesecake spoke to more than Santa. (laughs) Brian, I know we talked about the Santa shortage on the rundown. And, I mean, there was no real conclusion about it, just that that's really sad. How can you uh, go without your Santa visit? See, because if it were me, I would think that it would be a certain type of person would really want to be the Santa in the Shark Tank, right? Like that's got to hit a certain type of person, certain type of personality type. I feel like if you're wired a certain way, that would be a primo Santa gig. I, I mean, I think I know at least one person. No, not so much at least one person, but just one person who would <laughs> want to do that. And he's the guy who uh, dove into 676. <laughs> <laughs> How did they narrow it down then? Is there... A contest? Do you have to apply? I mean, how do you become the Santa in the tank? You have to be able to swim, obviously, right? Well, <laughs> you have to have a tolerance yeah. for and sharks. And dive, because I, because I think you have to like actually train to be certified for that as well, right? <laughs> I was gonna say maybe there's like a swimming test or a Boy. race or something. The winner, I don't know, winner gets in. You gotta be jolly. That's right. <laughs> that is true. Even underwater, right, for the animals that are in the tank as well. Um, So, all right, so there are some places where you can see Santa. Another big theme during the holidays, obviously, is got to get out and see all the lights. Um, Any top attractions on your guys' list? Some of our people in the chat uh, from KYW News Radio about things you visited where you want to try and hit up before the holiday season is done? I mean, you got to go to Lawnwood Gardens. That's yes. kind of the place. You don't want to miss that. I, I went a couple years ago, and it is beautiful. I know it's cold. Right now, it's not cold. Now it's actually a good time to go. But it's definitely worth the hype. Um, it's just, I don't know. How can you, has anyone been there before? How would you describe it? You love flowers. It's just, I don't know. Like, if you're into plants and stuff like I am, like, it's just a paradise, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I've been every couple of years for the last like five years because my in-laws don't live far from there. And it's, it's just massive. And the, the themes each year are really, really interesting. And it's just such a beautiful experience. If you're into any sort of like nature or like curated garden space, you know, sorry to pop in guys. I know I'm supposed to be muted, (laughs) but I had to, when you mentioned Longwood gardens, it's one of my favorites. Um, sorry, but, uh, I'm going to turn it back over to Brian now because, okay, again, Brian. we're in the same room, so it's a little awkward. <laughs> we're going on and off tapping with our mute buttons. Yeah, I mean, the amazing thing about Longwood Gardens, whether you're there for the holidays or any other time, is like I just cannot grasp how people are such experts in manipulating plant growth. <laughs> like it, it might sound like a silly thing to be fascinated by, but it's crazy to me. I mean, I'm more fascinated that I don't. I just don't know how long it would take to put up all those lights, <laughs> and when do they get started? You know, I mean, how early in the season do they have to start putting those up? No, it's wild. It's wild, Holly. Anything? Uh, anything else for you? 
Yeah. Um, so this one actually wasn't on the most current list, but I'm a fan of trains and stuff. And on a list that I had a few weeks ago, I mentioned at uh, Morris Ar- Arboretum, they're having a holiday uh, railway night and during the day too. So it's basically just like using found material. Um, you can go see these like really cool uh, miniature trains and stuff. I've been to the one at the, uh, the, the Botanical Gardens in the Bronx before. So I, I'm sure it's like similar to that, but it's really cool. Like all of these, um, they have like replicas of like Philly landmarks made out of all natural materials. So another really cool plant themed event to do. And that's through uh, January 2nd. Love that. And I actually, Holly, you may know this because uh, you looked into it. Um, are they doing the the Thomas, the tank engine theme for the holidays again this year? That was a big hit in the Seltzer family last year that they had Thomas and Percy and some of the other engines. I think they are. I think I saw my friend went a couple of days ago and she has some, some pictures on the Insta story. So they're back. They're back. <laughs> Tremendous. Um and at the zoo, too, guys, I, I was driving on uh, 76 going west last night. Um, and you can even see when you're driving westbound on the Schuylkill, uh, the Luminature stuff displays over at the zoo. Like that was, uh, I was so bummed that that was not around last year. Um, I actually can't remember if it was around or wasn't around, but we didn't feel safe going out and doing it. But uh, we went two years ago. And for the flamingos alone, that is reason enough to go, at least for me. It's awesome. Yeah, no, no I, I, I haven't don't been, think but... Was... Oh, sorry, Rachel. No, I was just saying going. I haven't been before, but... Yeah, I was just going to say that I don't think it was around last year because I remember when I was putting the to-do <laughs> list together, it was pretty much just a lot of online stuff. So this year has definitely been a lot a lot happier to do with just actually events and stuff. But yeah, Luminature looks really cool. I haven't had a chance to go yet. Yeah, I was just like blown away that you could see it. Really like getting on 76 from the art museum. Like I, I knew it was bright, but I didn't realize it was, it was that bright. Very impressive. Andre. Andre is, for those who do not know, he is, he's our resident all everything guy, but he's also an expert. And I, I think that's probably even not doing him enough justice when it comes to things you can watch, TV, movie, all that stuff. He does our what to watch feature, digital feature, which you should totally check out. Uh, on kywnewsradio.com. Um, I feel, at least for me, uh, watching and having screen time is as much a part of like the next week between Christmas and New Year's as anything else. Um, Andre, I want to ask you about non-holiday stuff first, and anyone can weigh in on this. Um, anything right now in your mind that for the like critic in you, looking at it critically, um, people have to watch if they haven't seen it yet? Like if they've got some time to binge, what should they be doing? Uh well, right now, hmm, that's a good question because the first thing I was going to talk about was the new Matrix movie. That doesn't uh, drop until next week, but uh, that's uh, very that's been very much awaited. Uh, there's there's so much content, and uh, and obviously, you know, my my number one uh, priority as far as uh, as far as all of that is weeding through it and you know presenting, you know digestible lists of stuff that people can, you know, manageably watch as opposed to like trying to find things for themselves like chumps. Um, there's a show I'm watching right now on Netflix called Saturday morning, all-star hits, which is a weird kind of spoof of eighties and nineties kid shows, but through a, uh, 
through an almost adult swim type lens. Um, it's specifically a spoof of Denver, the last dinosaur care bears and uh, Thundercats. You guys can hear me, right? Yes, sir. So, uh, so there's that. I, I just got a, um, I just got uh, a message from Sarah uh, about Spider-Man, but that's, uh, that's not on streaming right now, the new one. So I'm going to steer away from no way home. However, uh, into the spider versus I believe on Netflix. So if uh, you don't want to brave the, um, you know, the movie theaters, there's that. Wait, Tremendous. to clarify, is this a new into the Spider-Verse? Or, uh, no, the new, or, the, new okay. the new movie now is the new MCU uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. But uh, it's only in theaters. It's not on streaming yet. Andre, I see that in your what to watch list for this weekend. The Witcher, the season two of The Witcher is on there. Season two of The Witcher is is there. Um, now, are you a fan of? Were you a fan of season one? I didn't finish season one, so ah. sometimes it takes me a while. I still haven't finished season one of Stranger Things. Um, oh wow! <laughs> that surprises that has, me, Andre. That has less to do with not having time and more to do with I didn't like it. You didn't like it. I didn't like Stranger Things very much. I'm sorry. Wow. What did you not like about it? It's too much like an 80s pastiche. And I found the kids, especially Lucas in season one, quite unlikable. Hmm. Okay. I got to respect it. I got to respect (laughs) it. (laughs) And it just moved a little too slowly for me. There were a lot of characters making the same dumb decisions, like, you know, repeatedly just to kind of keep the wheel spinning. Well, they're kids in the 80s. It happens. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I, I kind of lost patience for that sort of decompressed storytelling um, somewhere in the middle of Lost. So, but that's, mm. you know, that's, that's me. But Lost, that's, that's I don't fair. know. I think that Stranger Things, maybe you didn't get to the point, but I do think it picked up and that it did not feel like Lost. Like Lost, Lost was Lost. <laughs> Wait, one, um, one way to say it. This is Christina here, but um, is anyone not excited about the Magic Mike show? Oh, the reality. Yeah. Yes, there is fi- yes. Finding Magic Mike on HBO Max, Wait, which is it's a reality show search no. for the real for a real life Magic Mike. They find average Joes who have quote unquote lost their magic, train them how to become dancers, and have them have them compete to join the Magic Mike live show. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> I did not know about this. Just wow! <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> uh, There's not like uh... that's uh, that is uh, streaming, I believe, as of now, as of today. It's wow. on HBO Max. Anyone else have any recommendations? Maybe everyone take a take a shot at this. Rachel, Holly, Sabrina, do you guys want to throw something out? Movie, show, series, whatever it is, something worth binging over the next week and a half or so yeah mm-hmm. i can start um i've honestly been playing a lot of catch-up so i binged like really badly uh ted lasso over the past like week and a half thank yes. you for the recommendation that show yep. was amazing um i finally caught up with insecure that's been my show for years and i've been following Issa Rae since like uh since i was in high school to be honest <laughs> And then I finally watched the latest season of Pose because I didn't have FX, but I found a way Wait, to watch it. Wait, <laughs> where are you watching it? Because I got cut off after like 
three episodes like when it got taken off of fx i was on episode really? three i think I so know, where this, uh, is this it now streaming uh, platform that my partner gave me hmm. <laughs> but it's great it's i cried every episode it was really good what andre did you say something there Listen, i think it is on hulu Oh, okay. I'll look for it. Because I keep finding, like, you have to pay for each episode on Amazon or something like that. And I've been waiting for it to come to Netflix. But I think it's I will, I will search Hulu. Also I know the Hulu, first two seasons are, but it's season three is the question. If you haven't seen it yet on Hulu, I definitely recommend Pen15. It is incredible. Yes. Um, I, I binged the last season. I didn't know it was the last season until after, and I cried. Um, it is just fantastic as someone, a millennial who grew up in the early aughts. It is just spot on and fantastic. It, I, I can't say enough. <laughs> yeah, we tried. Um, I mean, there's not a lot of uh, a lot of episodes out yet. We tried American Auto the other night with Anna Gastar. Like it's terrifying to me that I'm old enough where I saw her on Saturday Night Live and people probably don't even know who she is. But I was pleasantly surprised. Like I kind of feel exactly like what you're talking about. Yeah, thank you, Andre. Thank you. Thank you for the uh, for the uh, more seasoned representation. All right, th- thank you. All right, this is making me feel better. Thank you, Rachel. Um, it was pretty good. I think she's funny, but the cast was the cast is really good. Um, I think they have two episodes on Hulu, and I was pleasantly surprised. I think we're in on that one. I think we're in. I have to say, and this might uh, segue into holiday themed things in a surprising way, um, but I have been. My husband and I watch all of the Marvel things, whether we want to or not. There are definitely some that we feel like we just had to see for the cultural aspect mm-hmm. of it, and they were not really worthwhile. But Hawkeye has surprised me as currently my favorite of the Disney Plus streaming Marvel really? series. Shockingly, I did not I, expect to enjoy it. But I it's just agree with you. It's just it's, way more entertaining and funny, and it's not, I mean, it's about Hawkeye, but like, Basically, I think they realized that he was not an interesting enough character, and so they had to bring in this other girl to make it really worth watching. And so their dynamic is just wonderful. We were just talking about this because last night's episode was, I'm not going to spoil it, but it was Oh, very I didn't good. watch that one yet. Well, you should because it was great. <laughs> but we were saying it, it had the same effect. On, it's having the same effect on us that WandaVision um, had on Wanda because we didn't really care about her until we, she had her own show. And now Hawkeye didn't really care about him all that much. But now you get to actually like watch him over the course of many, many hours as opposed to like a single two hour movie that he's sharing with six other people who are more important. And it's like, oh, he's actually really interesting. So I really do appreciate. I mean, we're the same. We eat up any and everything Marvel, regardless of how bad or good we think it's going to be. So um, I'm very much with you on that boat. Sorry, Andre, it's really hard to hear you when other people are, are speaking. But what were you saying? Oh, no, sorry. I forgot to turn my mic off in the newsroom. I, I do have a few bef- before, uh, while we're still here, I, um, I do have a few more recommendations. Um, Southside on HBO Max just ended its uh, new season a, f- a couple weeks ago, and it's an excellent comedy. It's hilarious. I can't remember laughing as much as I've done um, while watching that show, so I recommend it. Uh, like I said before, Saturday morning all-star hits on Netflix. Wonderful. And if we're getting into the holiday material, there's a special on Netflix called Robin Robin from the fine people at Ardman Animation. It's, it's adorable. 
What is that one? I haven't heard of that one. It's brand new. It's about a mouse who's... No, it's about a... I'm sorry. It's about a robin that is raised by a family of mice. And they try to teach her how to be sneaky, and she's terrible at it. (laughs) But then she learns to embrace the qualities that she's good at in order to save them from a cat. Wait, a cat or a cow? Cat. (laughs) A cat? Oh, wow. And it's (laughs) Jimmy Anderson as the cat. Wow, that is a journey you just took us on. It's only a half hour. But it's wonderful. The, the, the songs are really good. And I, I predict it's going to be a new classic. At least it'll be part of our holiday tradition in, in, you know, in our household. I know that I was going to tee up, Andre, for some holiday movie talk. But you are also appearing on a forthcoming episode of The Rundown, which should be dropping within the next couple of days. So I don't want to spoil all that entirely. Was there any movie that we did not discuss during our taping for that that you feel like, uh, you know, digesting and processing your thoughts a day later that you felt like we should have discussed more? Well, I was thinking maybe one of you could have brought up a Christmas story just because it's not really on my favorites list, but uh, I'm surprised nobody else mentioned it. I do, you know, I would love to ask this, this whole group for your takes on A Christmas Story, um, which is a classic within my family. And we always, we have put the 24-hour stream on like TBS or whatever it is on for one too many Christmases. And my husband just like will never watch it again because we've watched it too many times. Um, But we'll start with that. Curious what others think of that movie. Because it's a hot, hot topic of debate. I'm going to yield because <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I'm going to yield. All right. Yeah. Unpopular opinion. I, I haven't seen it all the way through either because growing up, like you said, it's on TBS for 24 hours and then some every single day. And movies like that, you catch, you know, five minutes here, five minutes there, and then you walk sure, over to sure. the kitchen. And I'm just like, that's enough. I'll take like bits and pieces that I can probably piece together from my childhood walking to and from the tv but i haven't actually sat down and i know sarah is very surprised that i haven't seen it i'm also jewish like this is not my thing so, <laughs> <laughs> like it's yeah maybe maybe i'll try it this year i don't know okay. is it worth it eh, i mean so, you, i don't know <laughs> so my family every year like when i would go home and stuff uh my dad would always put three dvds on our tv stand it would be a christmas story it's a Wonderful Life and Elf, and every single year I'd have to sit through every one of those movies. And A Christmas Story, I would put in the middle. It's not, you know, terrible, horrible. It's cute, but the jokes kind of get old. And I don't know. At this point, we, we just need some new stuff to watch. It's very much, like, of a certain era and a certain, like, type of humor. And it's, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to describe like. It's entertaining. Is it um, like the I will best? Bring up, no, I'm sorry. I wanted to say we'll bring up that uh, it is apparently a it has a tie to KYW because the author of the story it's based on, Gene Shepard, had a show on KYW many, 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 many years ago. Oh, who knew? Wow, that's cool. I, I will recommend for fans of a Christmas story or maybe people who 
want to get the general vibe of a Christmas story, but just like a little more modern. 8-Bit Christmas is a new movie. I was going to say that, yes. I believe it's HBO on HBO. HBO Um, Max. It is basically a Christmas story, but set in the 80s. And instead of wanting a Red Rider Rider BB gun desperately for Christmas, he wants a Nintendo, which is very, I mean, I didn't, I, I lived through, I think, two months of the 80s, three months. I was born in 89. So I did not live. live That's actually when I got my Nintendo, 89. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah. Right, but from, from what I hear from people who were, you know, teenagers in that era, that seems like a very, very real thing, <laughs> the Nintendo craze. I got, mine, I got mine that Christmas from my aunt. My dad, uh, my dad set it up for us, and we spent four hours playing Mario Brothers till our fingers were purple. That's amazing. So good. Our, our thumbs, I should say. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, that was uh, it, that part is true to life. The other uh, highly, I'm just going to say, overplayed uh, holiday movie that I feel like everyone might have some hot takes on is, of course, the classic Love Actually. Another which, one I haven't seen. I mean, haven't seen it either. <laughs> I have really? seen is, it, you guys. I, I was going to say, is no one else in here? seen this i've seen I watched it, it but i don't like wait. it <laughs> do you not like it because you don't, don't like it. it or do you not like it because it's like all the overpla- hype. overplayed at this point yeah so i didn't see it until a few years ago after i'm you know all the hype of oh it's the best movie or it's the worst movie and i watched it i'm just like this is fine like this is <laughs> just a little over the top but not in a, a campy fun way you know um, I'm, I'm willing to rewatch it though. I would give it a second shot. It's very over the top. I mean, I think, yeah, I think you, you go in knowing what you're going to get because you have to know at this point that it is the cheesiest Christmas movie out there. Um, I once made a love actually drinking game and that prompted <laughs> me to watch it every year with my friends for a few years, but people started to trickle out and we don't, we're not, don't really do that anymore. We more look for new Christmas movies because there's always a new crop every year. We had, uh, um, I love that one. I forgot what it's called actually. The one with Seth Rogen. Uh, <laughs> it's like also very over the top. Um, isn't it called One On This Night? Something like that. But also very funny, like cheesy, campy, but very good. I don't think I know that one. I got some I have, things. I, have a, I got I, a growing I list think. now, I feel. Yeah. So I have a confession to make on my favorite types of Christmas movies. Um, so you guys know, like, the claymation ones, like the really old ones. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Rudolph and Frosty the Snowman, all the ones that are based on songs. <laughs> yeah, I-, I love those ones. I watch them every year. There's just something about it. <laughs> I really, really enjoy claymation old movies. Man, they have always scared me. I never liked them. <laughs> huh. I feel like you can't knock them. Like, I... I never watch them because I feel like I don't have kids and I'm not a kid anymore and I'm not, you know, like looking for those stories, but I still think they hold up as classics. There's something to them. I've always been a big fan of claymation. For some reason I'm drawn into Holly. I don't know why, but there's something about the style that I dig. For me it's it's more entertaining than it is scary. I don't know. Um guys, uh before we wrap this up, there was one more item on the KYW News Radio to do list for this holiday weekend into holiday week uh, that I think we should cover 
the grub category where if you just can't, and this is totally fine because I would be in the same position too, if you can't muster it up to to prepare a big, daunting holiday meal yourself, there are plenty of fine establishments in the area where you can either dine in or take out. What's on the list, guys? Where could we possibly grub next week that could that could feed and fill our bellies? So my top pick would have to be Dim Sum House just because they have some, like, insane lobster dish. I think last year they did, like, a king crab type thing, but this year it's lobster. And, of course, Dim Sum, they got duck, like, all of this stuff. So I think you need to have your orders in, like, three days ahead or something like that. I'm not exactly sure when the deadline is, but get your order in soon. But that looks delicious. Amen. Rachel, Sabrina, Andre, any any places that are your go-tos if you would have to do a takeout for a feast for the holidays? Sorry, I got distracted when she was talking about the duck. Um, <laughs> um, there's a few things on here. I think um, the one in Kennett Square is good. Oh, Tallulah's Table in Kennett Square. That one I was also doing pre-orders or um, I think takeout too. No, just pre-orders. Um, but that's always amazing. They have really great food, um, great for like brunch and stuff like that. So that'd be good. You know, morning, Christmas morning-ish. Good little option. I dig. I'm happy to see that, uh, that Garces Trading Company has got something going on. You can pick it up on the 23rd or the 24th. You got to order by Tuesday to take it out. But there's some prime rib, turkey, shrimp cocktail, desserts. I miss Garces Trading Company, the old one on Locust. I like Garces Trading. Yeah, I still haven't been there, but maybe next Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Any final uh, Any final thoughts as we wrap up this holiday fun in Philly this weekend? Spaces Chat, any parting holiday thoughts? Just want to wish all of you a good holiday and a safe one, and you're all awesome. That's all. <laughs> Love that. Ditto. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks to everyone for checking out our chat. See you guys. Thank you. Guys. See you. Bye. Bye. All right. So hopefully that was a helpful list of ideas of things to possibly do here in the Philadelphia area the weekend before. Shout outs once again to Holly Stevens, Rachel Curland, Christina Coppicer, Andre Bennett, and Sabrina Boyd Circa. You can find everything on the KYW News Radio to do list on KYWNewsRadio.com. And be sure to stay on the lookout for more of our Twitter Spaces chats popping up right here in the rundown feed once we flip the calendar to 2022. I'm Brian Seltzer. Have a great weekend. <laughs>